Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club. I am your host, Manny G, and joining me tonight is the one who tried to pull off a bank heist only to have his trusty getaway steed stolen out from underneath him. It's the Cobb Whisperer himself, Equine Andy. You know, the only thing that I hate more than cats What's is that? a horse <laughs> without stones. <laughs> We are a part of an excellent gaming community called the Gaming Adventure Club, and this is our podcast. Talk about our gaming adventures throughout the week, what's going on in the gaming world. Andy. Yes. How's your week been, buddy? How you doing? Oh, good, man. Glad to be back. You know, the, just settling in after vacation, going back to work, staying a little bit busy, but uh, but a lot of fun, man. We're having a really good time. My gaming hours have been compressed this week. Yeah. You've been working a lot of overtime. Yeah, well, yes, a little bit. Um, but uh but dude, I did get into some stuff. Uh I played some dead cells. I don't know if I, I oh, mentioned this last week. No, yeah. that's cool. Oh, dude. That game is so much fun. Uh it's is very it? hard. Very hard. I haven't played a game like that in a really long time. Of course, you know, we're the Nintendo generation. So, um, <laughs> side scrolling isn't anything new for us. Uh, yeah. and certainly not difficult side scrollers like Castlevania, Ghost and Goblins, lest we forget Ghost and Goblins and how hard <laughs> that game was. Um, but dude, this is very similar to that. And it's so much fun, man. So much fun. You see, you just basically play the same levels over and over again. No checkpoints, but you get stronger every time. So um, it's a great dude. Just I feel like it's a really good sort of um, pastime. Yeah, game. and the fact that it's on the Switch now makes it even more accessible to play that way. Yeah, I watched a couple mm-hmm. of reviews on it. It looks really, really oh, sweet. Yeah, in fact, we're going to talk about that a little bit, aren't we? Oh, we might. Mm. <laughs> and then, dude, Warframe. Oh, Warframe, man. You know, I want, I do, I really do want to get back into Destiny, but Warframe is just so good right now. Now that I've gotten past sort of that initial hurdle. Yeah. It's just, dude, the abilities, the mo- all of it, dude. And then everybody's playing with it right now. You know, we're, we have so many people playing it right now, except for you, of course, Manny. I don't want to make you feel like, you know, you're not one of the cool kids. Oh, I, I don't feel, <laughs> I honestly don't feel like I'm missing out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess when you get like, you know, debilitating na- uh, nausea and vomiting, uh, it that goes a long ways. Yeah, but, yeah, and and I've got I've got other stuff to do. Yeah, Dude, oh yeah. I I have jumped in. I've jumped back in to uh, World of Warcraft. Dude, nerd mode engaged. Nerd, nerd <laughs> mode. Dude, I am having a blast playing that game. Yeah, it dude. is so much fun getting to know my the classes again, mm-hmm. and um, there's this whole they, they have an, a new expansion coming out like on okay. Tuesday. Yeah, so there's this big pre-expansion event. I've been uh, uh, checking out. It's been it's been a lot of fun jumping back in there with with old friends, and it's it's been a great experience so far. All aboard the hype train, huh? 
<laughs> nice, dude. Good. I seriously thought I was like a, a couple months ago. I think I even talked to a couple of people about it. Mm. I was like, this is going to be the first Warcraft expansion that I'm going to skip. Like I have faithfully come back to every single launch and played for a few months and, mm-hmm. and had some fun. But I like, man, there's, I just don't see a reason to come back. And dude, next thing you know it, man, yeah. it's just, it, it is just so compelling to me. Yeah. And I think it might be the history that I have with the game, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's fun. It's familiar. It feels like home. Right. And I'm just happy to be playing right now. Yeah, man. It's like a comfortable slipper, right? Yeah. Or yeah. like two slippers. Right. Two. Or one really big one. <laughs> well, good, man. Good. I'm glad you, you're having a good time right now, man. You get, we yeah. got so many wow heads too, man. It, that game we has, do. you know, it's been around forever. And I think a lot of people that, that was sort of their entry into like RPG loot yeah. game. It definitely was for me. Yeah. I went yeah. from Halo to, to War, uh, War Ham, Warhammer, Warframe, yeah. War of the Warcraft, that one. Oh, did I say, I said Warframe, didn't I? Did, I have no idea, dude. Oh, I'm so confused right now. <laughs> yeah, dude, we have, we have a lot of people that play wow so i'm glad you guys have something to look forward to something to keep you busy before we get all of these games yes so every once in a while we're going to change up the format of the show usually we do a bit of news with a main topic Uh, there's so much news this week that uh, it's it's all the main topic Mm -hmm. so we're just gonna jump right in let's do it let's do it hold my hand manny let's go (laughs) (laughs) buckle up (laughs) So this first story is about Sony. Sony sells 500 million units of the PlayStation mm-hmm. from 1994 all the way to today. Mm-hmm. That's impressive, man. But uh, dude, that's still, that's amazing, bro. That's a this lot. This is amazing. They're celebrating by um, releasing 50,000 units of a translucent blue shelled with copper accent, two terabyte hard drive PlayStation 4. Yeah. Complete with controller and camera for the low, low price of 500 bucks. And that's truly for the collector, I think. That is. And and I'm sure there's enough people that will clean out that 50,000 units really quickly. Yeah. But that's, I mean, this is great. You know, what a, what a time. Mm -hmm. Sony's, Sony's having a great run right now. They're definitely at the top of the heap. Right. And, you know, they're not slowing down. Mm-hmm. They were the ones, and this is all recollection. This is not. I'm going off of memory here, Mammy. Mm-hmm. Manny, sure. Um, I called you Mammy. Um, Mammy, Mammy, Jammy, the big Mammy, Jammy, <laughs> Mammy, Jamma. Um, PlayStation was out before Xbox came out, right? Who among us didn't have the original PlayStation? I, I had it, and I had the Xbox whenever that came out. But I think just about all of us has. You know, if we didn't continue with PlayStation once the Xbox came out, I mean, at some point, like I had PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, I think I skipped 3, and then, you know, you sold me uh, your broken PlayStation 4. It was not broken. <laughs> it was not. But, uh, no, but I mean, dude, you know, it's 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 kind of cool to see, um, mm-hmm. you know, this console be so successful and yeah. especially, you know, the history that we all have with it. And I've, I've never been a PlayStation fan. Mm-hmm. Like the first PlayStation I had was to play Destiny 1. Oh, um, wow, okay. But I had a, an Xbox that I was playing Destiny 1 as well. But I, I just couldn't get enough, so I had to have two consoles. Oh, God. It's yeah. a bad time. 
Yeah, bad time, dark time <laughs> in my no. history. Yeah, but you know when when that was coming out, I was I was either not playing anything at all, or I was on my mm. PC. Yeah, that's right. You're a PC nerd. PC um, nerd. But uh, but yeah, no, it'll be super cool. The PlayStation, this translucent one, looks really pretty, man. Mm-hmm. It does. So, good for them, man. Yeah, good for them. It's it's the first one with a two terabyte hard drive, so that's a lot of that's, that's a lot of that's memory. something. Mm-hmm. That's a huge uh, premium to get something like that. That's yeah, what she said. Whoa! Up next, Discord is beta testing a game store. We've got a little quote here uh, today. We're slowly rolling out a beta test to about fifty thousand of our Canadian players, and we'll be expanding to more over time. These players will see an upgraded version of Discord Nitro that has access to a curated selection of games along with the current subscription perks. They'll also see a new Discord store tab in home in the home screen with individual games for purchase. So, um, apparently, you get all the perks of Discord Nitro and access to their game store. Yeah, I think this is a really interesting move for Discord because mm-hmm. they have millions of people using their voice service yeah. or their chat service. I mean, our community is is on Discord. You know, without Discord, what, we get to go to GroupMe? Yeah, well, I we've guess already I been can... down that road. <laughs> so, you know, they have this prime spot to start to introduce a game store on Discord that is non-intrusive. They incorporated a launcher into Discord already. So, like, I, I can open up Discord right now. And I can launch like some PC games. Oh yeah, you have Nitro, don't you? I well, I do have Nitro, but mm. this is some the 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 game, the little game page is uh, for all uh, PCs on Discord. Oh, okay. and, it, and it's pretty neat because uh, it has the quick launch section, so I could click that. I could play Guild Wars Two right now or whatever. Yeah. It's a mm. great service, dude. I absolutely love Discord. I've been supporting them through Nitro since the day they introduced it. Mm-hmm. Because I thought, well, shoot, I want this service to stay around, so I better... Dude, it's, it's so good, man. Yeah, I better support it. They've done a great job, man. They've done a really good job. And, you know, to incorporate, I think, a service like Steam yeah. with their communication piece, right? Like it's brilliant. It's, it's like a one-stop shop, man. You've got your your community uh, home base, if you will. Yeah. Uh, you've got all the different forms of communication, um, whether it's voice or even um a video chat mm-hmm. uh, and then of course the ability to launch your games all from one spot man it's really good it's really, really cool. awesome mm-hmm. and steam is so important for people because yeah you go there your entire library is there there's lots of sales so you could have a large library for a reasonable price and your community is there as well you know your friends list it's all there and that's mm-hmm. why a lot of people have thrown a stink when uh Bethesda announced that Fallout 76 will not be releasing on Steam. Uh, they're just going to use their own Bethesda launcher. And people were upset because they're like, Steam is where my community is. That's where my yeah. friends are. Right. You know, so so that's, you know, we'll, we'll talk about uh, some Fallout stuff some other time. Right. But I bring that up just because uh, of the fact that having a community is, is very important and Discord has it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think this is a great move for Discord's future. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they do things right and people respond well. They're starting small and, you know, let's see where this goes. Dude, and they've done such a good job, man, uh, just supporting that program, you know, from 
mm-hmm. from where it's still now. Am I mistaken, dude? When with the destiny destiny reset um, yeah. stuff, you know, obviously we started group me, and then we stepped it up to Discord. But d- was Discord like a newer service when we got into it? It was, wasn't it? Well, let's see. I'm not too sure when they started, mm-hmm. but we were using group me, and we were just outgrowing it, right? And so we started looking for other alternatives. Slarty was using Discord already. And a few of us jumped over there and just started testing it and using it all the time. And, you know, after a while, we just right. thought, wow, this is this mm-hmm. is perfect. This is exactly what we need. And yeah, we were right. My recollection of it was it wasn't gr- like it wasn't gr- great at the beginning. Right. There were still some growing pains. People were like it wasn't great on the phone. Right. There were some some issues that we were having between uh, iPhone and Android, mm-hmm. and there were there were small issues that we were like, well, if this was a bit better, and that's it'd be a no brainer. That's the but, point, right? Like it did get so yes, much better and better and better, exactly. and it feels like the last few updates, man, they've just like really just you know broken it open, man. There's so much stuff on there. It's got like I mentioned the video chat now, and now with this move, man, I feel like their future's really bright, dude. Me too. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm happy for this. So hopefully, hopefully it works yeah. out. Our next story is about the Master Chief. Oh, I really, man, you're hitting me right in the feels right now, bud. <laughs> well, we know Showtime is doing a series about the Halo universe, and there's a good write-up on PCGamer.com mm-hmm. by Samuel Roberts, and he talks about this. And through this interview. They confirmed that Master Chief is going to be a main character in the series. And this is something people were worried about. You know, we we don't really know what we want. Mm -hmm. You know, we we have our ideas and we think, well, maybe the series would be good if if you would see Master Chief once in a while Mm -hmm. or if you wouldn't see him at all. You want to get his backstory. You know, there's all these ideas that are all going to work or not work for different reasons. But this is what we're getting. Master Chief is going to be a main character. And I think that is super cool. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, the series is set to release in the year 2020. Oh, seems so far away. It does. But here's the thing. We talked last week about Halo Infinite, mm-hmm. and we and we thought it would be a launch title for Xbox, Xbox Scarlet, Scarlet yeah. which we talked about the week before. Right. And I think this story ties into all of that. Mm-hmm. Because I think 2020 is the year when we're going to see the next Xbox, we're going to see Halo Infinite, yeah. and we're going to see this this Master Chief, this Halo series on Showtime. Yeah. And I think it's just this perfect storm to kind of push what Xbox is all about and the type of experiences you could have on the Microsoft side of things. So I think this is yeah really exciting, and oh, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Well, and you know, just to kind of throw it out there, you know, this is full-on speculation mode, right? Like go grab, yes, go grab the rental trap. All right, grab your popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> we're uh, we're we're just completely, um, you know, re- we're guessing, we're hoping, yes. reading tea leaves here. Um, but dude, I'm really excited about this show, man. Showtime has, uh, you know, they've got pretty good pedigree when it comes to um, series television. You know, um, mm-hmm. you know, we think about HBO and all the cool stuff they've done but man showtime's got you know they had uh dexter uh homeland both you know amazing shows um you know they, they're known for you know just the production value of the stuff that they put out there um you know we talked a little bit about how when i hear halo and then bringing it to live action 
you know, some a part of me thinks like, is it going to be campy? You know, is it going to be, you know, Starship Troopers the series? You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, but you know, I, I really feel very good about it being in Showtime's hands, and uh, I'm really excited about this, dude. And then, of course, you know, you've already mentioned everything. The target that they're aiming for seems to line up with what we're thinking as far as, you know, the Scarlet and and potentially mm-hmm. Halo Infinite. So we'll see, man. Yeah. It'll be so cool to see all that come together. It'll be cool. Let's see if we see uh, Cortana. Ooh, that'd oh, be, that'd be dude, fun. Don't even go there. You took me there. <laughs> I hadn't even considered that. You know, I'm thinking like, who's going to yeah. play Master Chief? And now I'm like, <laughs> oh, who's going to wear the, <laughs> who's going to wear the blue suit? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what if, what if they get Johnny Depp to play Master Chief? Wouldn't that be amazing? No. no. Hey, what did the article call no. him? No. It was like a dead spin. What they say that it was? A, uh, it was like a um, beefed up astronaut. Yeah. Beefed up astronaut. <laughs> or something like that. Great description of Master it's Chief. Like, of, what's his name john 117 something like that yeah right all right well let's move on yes. so this this next story i didn't really want to talk about it but it kind of went on and oh, on boy. yeah and everybody's talking about it so fine we'll do yeah. it ign pulls a review for the game dead cells based on accusations of plagiarism insert overly dramatic music here Yes, there is a a gentleman by the name of Boomstick Gaming on YouTube. He had about 11,000 subscribers at the time. He put up his review of Dead Cells not too long after IGN puts up their review Mm -hmm. of Dead Cells, and it looks very similar. Yes. So he goes ahead and he makes a side-by-side video showing the similarities. Mm -hmm. And he said, I think IGN has plagiarized my review. What can I do about it? So the gaming community makes makes some loud noises enough for IGN to notice. IGN pulls the review, the written and the video, and says, we're going to investigate this. Mm-hmm. They do so. And this man, Philip, this guy uh, who is a reviewer, if I'm understanding this right, this was his first review for IGN. Yeah, I think that's what he gets fired. Ugh. Fired. Mm-hmm. You're done. Yeah. Right. So so that's that that was interesting. People are applauding IGN for for acting quickly and for for seeing what was obvious to everyone that I've spoken to mm-hmm. and everyone everything that I've seen. Uh, I haven't really seen any defense for this right. from anyone, but you know you, you can look at Boomstick Gaming's video yeah. and you can see, hey, this is it's not just using the same concepts, but it's the same like um, structure. Just just the yeah the structure yeah. and the cadence yes. of. of of his paragraphs and just how yeah. it flows and everything. It's it just looks like pretty pasta. apparent. Yeah. Pretty apparent that he didn't do anything to <laughs> even yeah. try to hide it, man. Yeah. It's pretty bad. IGN, they put up an apology video. They call out boomstick gaming and they say, we are sorry for this to happen to you. And then, you know, we kind of thought the story was over. We hear that IGN has contacted Boomstick Gaming about compensation. So we're like, wow, IGN is doing the right thing. Good for Boomstick. He went from 11,000 subscribers to 67,000 subscribers. Yes. Um, So things are are going his way, even though somebody had, you know, stolen his work. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was done. But then this guy, Philip. He releases his own video YouTube or his YouTube video to kind of demonstrate his side of the story. 
Mm-hmm. And I watch this and I'm thinking, wow, this guy wants to make it right. He wants to apologize. Good on him. I watch the video and I'm like, this dude is trying to make himself look like he's a victim. Yeah. He doesn't even, he, he says he, he claims a responsibility for this, mm-hmm. but he never apologizes to Boomstick for what he's done. Yeah. And, and, and I'm just, I'm upset as I'm watching this yeah. because he, even in the video calls out Jason Schreier from uh, Kotaku um, because Jason had written an article and he said, you know what? This may not be the first time he has plagiarized. He talks about this uh, Nintendo life article about FIFA and points out some things that may be plagiarism as well. So Philip calls him out and says, he's trying to kick me while I'm down. Yeah. 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 And and it's, this is just a crazy situation. I'm sorry. I got caught video basically. But, uh, yeah. dude, so let, if you, if I may, uh, read the tweets, uh, oh, yeah. so there, there was a little bit of a, a Twitter exchange, uh, between Philip and the, uh, Nintendo life reviewer that he plagiarized. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a different plagiarism. Yes. Incident. Yes. This is the FIFA review. So yeah. Philip makes his video, calls out Jason Schreier for kicking him down for saying, Hey, this might not be the first time. That guy who wrote that second review, he on Twitter calls out Philip and says, I can't believe you're actually suggesting that you didn't plagiarize my FIFA 18 review for Nintendo Life and claiming that plagiarizing the Dead Cells review wasn't intentional, quote unquote. You have completely failed to accept the and understand what you've done. And then he provides a link to a YouTube video with a similar breakdown that you had just kind of gone through, you know, side by side. You know, just kind of adding yeah. more sort of just fuel to that, you know, rampaging yeah. inferno that is probably this guy's career, man. I yeah, and, and it's sad. Yeah. It's sad because in Philip's review, there are so many downvotes. There's a comment in there. And um, I was I was checking out Layman, Layman Games mm-hmm. Gaming. Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah. So they have a pretty good video of breaking this down. And, you know, they do it their way mm-hmm. they're 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 silly guys are always poking fun at people right. but they're highlighting the truth mm-hmm. um so check out their video uh because they pointed out a comment in philip's youtube review where it's one of his friends who's known in the industry that is just saying please take this video down you should not be doing this and that comment oh, has that is- upvotes yeah so oh my gosh this it's just a sad situation it's it's definitely a train wreck it is yeah all right, we've got a couple more stories here that are really, really exciting. Oh, dude. Hold on to your Yes, hat. I'm so pumped about this, man. So Diablo, mm. oh my goodness, I'm so happy that Diablo is in the news again. Yes. Uh, the One of the community managers, Nevalistus, uh, Brandy Camel, she did a, a video on the Diablo channel channel and she talks about how the season 14 i think it's 14 is going really well they introduced these themes one of them is or the current theme is greed where your goblins when you kill them there's uh, actually like double goblins everywhere so so it's it's really fun there and she's talking about the future of diablo and how they want to experiment with more seasons to come Mm -hmm. right so people who are still playing diablo they're happy to hear that but then she drops this bomb and she says that there's multiple Diablo projects in the works and they're excited to to uh, give us more information about these multiple Diablo projects later this year. Yeah, dude, this, there's, this is like, you know, the Beatles coming to America for the first time level 
of just fanfare you know like all of us yes are screaming like yeah <laughs> we all have our diablo posters <laughs> dude i i absolutely love the diablo franchise oh, dude, yes. it is so much fun i had so much time invested in diablo 3 mm-hmm. when it released um during the the expansion and i just i love it i absolutely love Diablo. dude that one of the kindest things you ever did for me manny was introduce me to this franchise because uh, i would have never given it a shot if you hadn't and i had so much fun in that game yes man. and um you know we played several seasons we kind you know i mean it's a seasonal game so you know we play it kind of i feel like we we played it really mm-hmm. hard for a few months maybe a month and a half you know maxed out yeah. our guy got the stuff we needed and then kind of started playing other stuff that's the nice thing about diablo right you can kind of pick it up and put it down but yes dude so cool to hear that they're working on other stuff everyone is speculating what could oh, this I be know, man. i know you know so everything from the diablo 2 remaster mm-hmm. there's evidence of that going down to just you know new diablo heroes new expansions mm-hmm. but this this is where my bet is i'm putting my money down here there's diablo mm-hmm. 3 on the switch and the major announcement after that is going to be diablo 4 man bro it's hard to see them not doing something on the switch yes. especially for that game i feel like that's that just it's just a perfect match and it's I and it's so. an easy thing for them to do to kind of carry them over to whatever that next thing is come on blizzard do it (laughs) do it it. i dare you gamescon is around the corner Mm. they announced a reaper of souls at gamescon Mm. so my prediction i'm really doubling doubling down here uh we're gonna hear about yeah the second time you do it. diablo 3 on the switch they're gonna talk about that at gamescon and then diablo 4 blizzard's um blizzcon is gonna be all about diablo 4 boom Boom. If I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, you owe me a hamburger and french fries. (laughs) Deal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to get you so good. (laughs) Nice, dude. But yeah, man, we'll see. We'll see. I can't wait. We'll see. Uh, Next up, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. They're continuing this video series that they have on YouTube called Behind the Odyssey. They're doing this series uh, just leading up to the launch. And it's it's been really interesting. They have two videos out so far. The first video was about the RPG elements mm-hmm. of Assassin's Creed Odyssey and how they're diving really deep into that to make this a true RPG experience, which mm-hmm. I was really happy to see. Yeah, this next video focuses on combat customization. And it is, it's a short video. It's like three minutes long. But they show how active and how dynamic the combat system really is. You can have over 40, I'm sorry, over 30 upgradable abilities that you get to choose from and use to customize your character. In the combat, you concentrate on dodging and parrying as opposed to turtling up behind a shield. So this active combat system is what they're selling to us. And I like it because you can customize your combat style to be ranged, to be melee, or to focus on assassinations. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, they have this adrenaline system where you do these normal attacks to fill up your adrenaline meter so that you could unleash these these hard-hitting, like, flashy super attacks. Mm -hmm. 
And I, I think it's great, man. I, I am really excited for Assassin's Creed. And every time they release more info, I'm watching it and I'm getting more excited. Man, it it looks like it's going to be like a completely new game, man. I, f- I feel like this is a reset for them, you know? They're taking a new direction and just keeping, yes. I think, a lot of the, um, the more popular elements uh, of their previous games, you know? So we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, the combat looks great, though. The combat looks uh, really awesome. And uh, and while yeah, they're they're you know they're talking about not turtling and all that stuff. I think they they mentioned though that you still have the the option to play a defensive style if if you wanted to. So it sounds like you know people are just going to have the option to play the way they want to play. Yeah, and that's how you do an RPG. Mm-hmm. You give your people, your players customization so they can play the way they want to play. The only thing that, that I'm curious about is like, you know, I don't have the RPG background that you do, but I feel like you've got to have some pretty beefy options in terms of like abilities and all that stuff. So I wonder how they're going to, they're going to do that piece of it. You know, Well, it, it's a single player game mm-hmm. with progression. So you have gear that you level up and, and get better gear. So, as you're playing through the game, you're going to get stronger and more powerful. Mm. It's a single player experience. There's no multiplayer whatsoever. So mm. there's nothing that's going to be balanced for PVP. Right. So they're going to let you be strong and powerful. You're not a god, right? right? But you are a Spartan. With a flaming something. Spear yeah, or you sword. Have, or... Yeah, you have this this artifact spear of Leonidas. Yeah. Right. So maybe... So you're going to be a strong character for sure. And I I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Look, if they give me blue flames, I'm sold. (laughs) Well, I know they're red to start. Maybe the upgraded red flame is blue. There you go. (laughs) That's how you know it's really strong. (laughs) No, dude, it it looks really good, man. I can't wait to see the rest of the stuff, man. That naval naval gameplay is going to be key also because I know that that really – opened up a whole new you know layer of gameplay to that franchise yeah black flag and you know everything that they've done since then seems like they've always thrown in some kind of naval something or other in there so yeah it'll be cool to see Yeah, and that's going to be the focus of next week's episode Mm -hmm. so go over to youtube and look up ubisoft's north america channel and you'll find all these videos there super cool next Red Dead Redemption 2 official gameplay reveal trailer. Rockstar released a six-minute video of gameplay that kind of illustrates some of these points. And it is a series. It is the first of a series, kind of like what uh, Ubisoft is doing, of just showing you what Red Red Dead Redemption 2 is all about. Yeah, dude, it, it looks really exciting. It looks really exciting. And, you know, Red Dead Redemption 2 takes place in America during this transformative time of the late 1800s where the wild west is being tamed Mm -hmm. right but you play as arthur morgan you're an outlaw with this uh, amazing well-known notorious gang and it this this video you have to look up this video um it's it's six minutes long and dude the first thing that stands out to me is just how beautiful everything is oh dude yeah yeah it's i mean it's a gorgeous game it's going to be it is gorgeous. You're look, you have a 4K monitor, right? Yes. Yeah, man. You're going to have it so good with your <laughs> X1X and your 4K. Yeah. It is it is 4K enhanced. Goodness. Yeah. 
Yeah, but but the video they show off their uh, their their lush forests, their mountains, deserts, and swamplands. So there's all these different different shots that they show us to show how diverse the landscape is in this game, and that is looking really good. Yeah, man, I just I want it to be done. I want it to be a complete experience when it comes out, and if it isn't, just delay it. <laughs> Don't make us go through another no man's sky. But it looks good. And in this video, they're trying to illustrate exactly what this game is. So they talk about it, that it's it's not just a living open world, but it's active. It's deep. It's populated with active and interesting NPCs. Mm -hmm. They have this full action with story and new gameplay. So they're, they're really trying to sell this new experience. And I was reading an article today and I cannot remember who wrote it or where it was from. But I'm not going to quote anything from it. But the the overall tone was like, I'm not excited. This doesn't look like anything new. Uh -huh. And I'm like, dude, please, please don't write articles like this. Yeah, right. <laughs> How are you not excited? Well, because, you know, I'm, I'm reading through the article. And I'm like, okay, I'm trying to look for your points here. Yeah. And he wasn't bringing up any points. And I'm like, come on, please. Just being contrarian is the point of his article. I guess so. <laughs> and, you know, it made me click on it. So whatever. Right. There you go. But I got you. I, I can't, after seeing this trailer, I can't think that this yeah. looks great. It looks beautiful and it looks right. better than any other open world game that I've seen for a long time on console. Well, dude, think about what Rockstar does, man. I mean, they, they do open world games like so well, perfectly, man. Like the, the, you know, to look back on, yeah. uh, GTA five, man. And man, it's, well, it is a GTA online is five years old, right? Dude, it's, it, it looks great. And it's a modern, like Marvel, man. It's it's a technical wonder that they were able to build something so huge and so unique and so alive, dude. They talk about the NPC characters and, you know, when we think back on uh, all of the GTA or even I'm sure Red... I didn't play Red Dead Redemption, but I'm sure it was the same, you know, just sitting there and listening to the conversations and the NPCs and the interactions that the NPCs have, you know, just a random, I'm sure like I can imagine, you know, a random bar fight or argument or just whatever yeah. between all the NPCs in, in the, the, this living breathing world, it's going to be really interesting. And the fact that it's so beautiful, man. Um, and new, right. Think about all the improvements that they yes. I'm sure have made. It's really exciting, dude. It is really exciting that you have a lot of um, options for interaction whenever mm -hmm. you meet somebody. Everything from, you know, pulling out your weapon to be intimidating to uh, to being friendly to, you know, all, all kinds of options. The, it looks great. The game looks looks really good. And they, they took some time to emphasize the bond you have with your horse, which I think is really cool because they talked about how important it is and the way you treat your horse over time kind of uh dictates how your horse is gonna treat you so you're telling me i have to be nice to my horse you you might have to take him for some walks and uh feed him some carrots <laughs> comb its hair and comb its hair and then next time you go to rob a bank well, i tell you what just i leave won't you there. name him i won't name him stupid horse okay good <laughs> <laughs> so that you know that's gonna be important dude the horse looks great yeah, dude. Yeah. It looks, uh, it, well, and it, it looks real. 
well, like and it then has there's there's different physics. There's different horses for different things, right? Did I see that? Yes, that's true. They mentioned like some dude was like, "I've been looking for a for a hard working horse." I don't know what he said, yeah. but yeah, he kind of implied that that horses have different jobs and stuff. And don't make exciting, me, dude. Don't make me ride a burrow. <laughs> what if what if the only animal available to you is a donkey? <laughs> And, that, and you're like, what's, I don't understand what's going on. Where do I get my horse? Yeah, you guys, I could see Ori just trolling me. Yeah. Hey, Andy, you go see that guy over there. What the heck, my horse is smaller than yours. I don't know. Just come on, let's go. <laughs> That's oh, great, dude. There's uh they kind of showcase some of their hunting and mm-hmm. it looks like you're going to be able to, to, uh, to feed your tribe, right? Your, your you're a bandit family. Yes. Uh-huh. You're going to be able to hunt them down. If you just wound them, then you're going to have to track them down and find them. Mm-hmm. You could use them for food. You could skin them and sell it in town, ta- sell, sell the skin and sell, sell the pelts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super great, man. I am, I'm really looking forward to this. I think my expectation and excitement is in check. I don't think I'm overhyping this Mm-mm. for myself. And, uh, you know, you have to be master of your own hype. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. And we, and you know, we've talked about microtransactions and monetization and all that stuff. But uh, one thing I will say, you know, as much as we've said, like, you know, the not take two, but um, yeah, it was take two. The, the, uh, the head honcho who said that he's under, he, they, they're under monetizing their games. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That being said though, uh, it, GTA Five was the same way, right? I, I played GTA Five, didn't ever get into GTA Online, mm-hmm. but GTA Five itself was worth every red cent and more that I paid there for that go. game because this, yeah. that just the experience itself of playing through the game. There was, I mean, easily, easily sixty to eighty hours uh, of content in there uh, m- with no DLCs, just straight up. Um, and then just how much time you spend in there just messing around, not even doing missions and stuff, just driving around through the city. I imagine it'll be the same with uh, with this game. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm hyped, dude. I'm hyped. I'm, that's good with me. Uh, we yeah. don't have to get into the online stuff or however they're going to monetize this game. I, I think that the experience in and of itself, the world itself, uh, will prove more than enough to, to, to satiate our wild west appetite yeah i agree well that's a show oh no we're done oh not completely we have a speak pipe okay cool awesome yeah so we got a speak pipe about stardew valley and i am actually um you know this game seems pretty cool super chill mm-hmm. little bedtime so, little nightcap game little nightcap game so let's uh let's go ahead and give this a listen Hello, friends. I'm Pope Benedict, here to remind you to relax. Sure, we all love games that let us rip our enemies into little pieces and then throw those little pieces into the air. But if you're like me and you play right before bed, then maybe a big cup of adrenaline isn't what you need. What you need is a relaxing game called Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley is a top-down, story-based game created by the one-man developer, Concerned Ape, plays a lot like Harvest Moon if you can still remember the GameCube. You can plant and water crops. Don't like farming? Maybe you'd rather spend your days fishing in some quiet stream or on the docks of the Southern Ocean. Bored of fishing? Join the Adventurer's Guild and explore the dangers of the abandoned mine. 
fighting monsters and collecting gear. Play how you want and at your own speed. You can watch the seasons change, attend festivals, and make sure you gain the trust of the townspeople in order to uncover their unique storylines. This game will dispel your anxieties with its heartfelt characters and unbelievable soundtrack. If nothing else, then just buy the soundtrack itself. The game is under $15, and as of August 1st, Concerned Ape has just added multiplayer co-op for PC with consoles soon to follow. So get your friends, get to Stardew Valley, and learn how to relax again. I'm Pope Benedict, coming to you from Down the Pipe. So that was Stardew Valley from Pope Benedict. A nice bedtime game. Thank you, Pope. We really Thank appreciate you. that. That was awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. You send the best speak pipes. You send the only speak speak pipes. <laughs> but they're still the best. They are they are the best. <laughs> and I and I challenge anyone to uh to topple his speak pipe kingdom. I don't think they can do it. I don't think they can. Nah. Let's see you try. Yeah. <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. BS. Well, this show has been brought to you by the amazing people who have decided to support us through Yay. Patreon. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. And gal. We really appreciate your support and your love for us. Mm-hmm. And if you think we would be someone who is worthy of your support, go over to GamingAdventureClub.com and you could find our links to Patreon there. If supporting us financially is not your thing, consider going over to iTunes and leaving us a review. Thank you to everyone who's decided to do that. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get a hold of us, send us any kind of feedback whatsoever, just head over to GamingAdventureClub.com. You'll find all of our links there. And if you would like to become a part of the club, join our Discord. Head over to GamingAdventureClub.com Discord, and you'll find the link right there. For sure. Come into the clubhouse, guys. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Really good people. Really mm. good friends. Yeah. So thanks for listening to us. Until next time, have an adventurous week and take care of each other. You better not give me a burrow, man. Discord is in beta testing uh, for Start a game over. store. Okay. Ready? <laughs> yeah, go. And then uh, fart. Let me do this. Over. Okay. Because I'm like, I'm like reading and talking and I'm screwing myself Don't up. Don't do that. I won't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Manny. My alarm decided to just interrupt us rudely. Oh, dude, that's fine. <laughs> All I can, right. Then. I could snip that out. www. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>